laughing last night at the table with the girls. It's thanks to this whole Jerry Seinfeld resurgence because of Netflix and all that. They've yeah. been exposed to him and. You know, they don't think uh, he's funny. They don't think What's he's funny. What's the deal? Although our oldest Taylor now has admitted to there's an app and some game that you play, you know, where you're just kind Seinfeld of... Seinfeld Simulator. Yeah, this is a Seinfeld Simulator. And oh, so you, really? You know, yeah. She I, played it at school or something? Yeah. So I think she's actually warming up. Well, if, if she's not warming up to a sense of humor, she gets what it's about now, mm-hmm. that it's about real life observations and that's what he does, his thing. <laughs> yeah. And so something happened to me the other day, which is to me one of those Seinfeld-esque things. And uh, without naming the company, because they do a great product and it's something that I need every day because it's diabetic related, Uh, but I'm on an automatic reorder program, mm -hmm. okay? And so when you put something on an automatic reorder program, what does that really mean to you? It just comes. That's right. You don't think about it anymore, right? Right. You you give them the information, you click the box that says automatic reorder, and it comes to you when it's supposed to. Mm -hmm. Well, for whatever reason, literally... Twice a year, it stops coming. There's something that puts the automatic reorder on hold. What? Okay. And then I start getting phone calls to return. It's like, okay, we've got you know an, an issue with your order. This and so when I call, there's no issue with the order, and it's on automatic. It's and, and I asked the guy that when I called funny. me and I said, okay, look, you guys issue. are awesome, but what I don't understand is there's an issue. I call you back. You tell me there's no issue, and then we reactivate again. And it's, if it's an automatic reorder, did you reorder, miss me? Right. <laughs> If it's an automatic reorder, it should be one of those where I don't ever have to pick up the phone. Right. I guess maybe if my insurance changed or something, but it's an automatic reorder. Does so it, why am I having to stop and manually deal with an automatic maybe reorder? Maybe because it's Does medical. It do it after the first of the year, maybe. Well, they would have told me that, don't you think? I mean, yeah. when I called him, he should have. There should have been something, but there was nothing. Huh. He didn't even know why it was on hold. So maybe it's a great mystery of your life—a yeah. very Seinfeld-esque mystery. What re- cracked me up about Taylor at the table last night is she almost started doing one. I was yeah. like, "Did you see that one?" Because she, one of us, I had a real plate and they had paper plates, and she was like, "Is it real? Is it paper? What's the, what's the deal?" <laughs> she did. I'm like, "You're doing a bit, baby." Yeah. Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Going to tell you what Chris Pratt's going to be selling you this weekend at the Super Bowl. <laughs> Whatever he's selling, I'm buying. Uh-huh. All right, also. <laughs> Coming up in your first Hollywood Outsider of the morning next, um, the odd entertainment news from Meryl Streep. And we're still celebrating the casting of Tom Hanks in his next movie. Trending now, Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Okay, so we're going to get to the more celebration of the Tom Hanks casting as Mr. Rogers, because I just have to. But Just um, in person, that works, doesn't it? It totally does. Mm-hmm. Put the sweater on and you're him. Well, that's not all that there is to it, obviously. But first of all, uh, let's first t- tell you about the Meryl Streep news. Now, not just that she's been nominated for another Academy Award. Um, we're going to see that, what, in a month? Her possibly become the number, the, the highest... I don't know, celebrated. If she wins the Academy Award this time, she'll yeah. have more than anyone else. Uh, most recently, she worked with Tom Hanks in The Post. Okay, people are concerned about having a woman in charge of the paper, that she doesn't have the resolve to make the tough choices. Thank you, Arthur, for your frankness. Ah, Meryl Streep. Okay, I really do want to see that, by the way, Murphy. It's a Spielberg movie, yeah. and um, Tom Hanks and Meryl Streep. You know who else is in it? Bob Odenkirk. One of your favorites. Yeah, he is. Okay, so good man. Meryl Streep has applied to trademark her name. Can you do that? Giving her exclusive rights to the use of her name in the entertainment industry, and so she can protect it from other commercial use. Hmm. Yes, she can do it. Some. Well, think of it. Famous people have done it. 
Well, we're not that famous, but <laughs> oh, ours is. Yeah. Nobody can trademark a name. <laughs> just try and use wait, it. Wait, wait. Look at the sign. <laughs> I forgot about that one. Yeah. So you can okay. trademark your name. I think Ryan Seacrest has, and others. And uh, it's that same. I know reason. Fifty Cent has. Don't ask me. I know that. Um, David and Victoria Beckham have trademarked their. Uh-huh. They're a couple trademarked together. Yeah. Now, some people have applied and been rejected. I don't know why, but not us, I guess. So look for Meryl Streep to protect her name going forward. And goodness knows what she's going to do. She's 68 years old and no stopping her Mm -hmm. at all. Okay, can we move on to the celebration that is Tom Hanks being cast as Fred Rogers in You Are My Friend? Ah, the movie, the biopic, which is really not going to cover all of his life. It's about his real-life friendship with that award-winning journalist who was cynical and didn't want to cover him and was assigned to go cover and do a profile piece on Mr. Rogers. Mm -hmm. And he did, and it ended up changing his life. It changed his perspective, and he became they became friends. That's what this movie is about. And the director said the script knocked her out. It's all about kindness and the human spirit. It's what we need. This is her quote. It's what we need in our fractured world right yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> Mr. Rogers can heal just about everything. I'm telling you, everything he taught us, timeless. <laughs> Murphy, Sam, and Jody, your Hollywood outsider. Sam's getting the set for Sunday. Yeah, well, the uh, Budweiser Super Bowl commercial's not going to have Clydesdales this weekend. Mm-mm. You know, we count on Sam for a lot of things around here. <laughs> Laughs. <laughs> we do. Laughs. Laughs for Oreo sure. cookies. <laughs> but also, I mean, it's Super Bowl time. He is the man with the commercials and the previews. Yes. Uh, I got a few few more for you for this weekend. Uh, Michelob Ultra is going to have a couple spots in the second and fourth quarter. And their spokesperson this year is Chris Pratt. Here's one of them. So I'm training for this big role. It's a Michelob Ultra commercial. (laughs) Michelob Ultra. Lower, lower. Michelob Ultra. (laughs) My name is Tommy Ultra. Tommy Ultra? Yeah. (laughs) So he's got two spots. One of them and that one there at the end, he, he goes to... Goes to the studio. I, you know, I'm Chris Pratt here. Mm-hmm. And then they say, oh, over there in line with all the other people auditioning. Awesome. Uh, he's kind of bummed out about that one. I like it. One. Look, that's just star <laughs> power, but that's going to be a good one. Uh, Budweiser does have a commercial this year. And of course, we're all used to the Budweiser Clydesdales commercials, you know, tugging on our heartstrings every year. Yeah. Love uh, this those. year, no Clydesdales. Puppies but they then? are. No, but it's a uh, water relief spot. And uh, I just am able to find the music that they're playing in the spot. It's a Budweiser plant guy wakes up, goes to the plant, and they halt the uh, assembly line or whatever and stop making beer, and they start canning water. And it's for uh, Harvey victims, Puerto Rico victims. Smart. Everybody like that. So they're telling a story of what's something that they did this past year. And it's all about canning the water, boxing up the water, sending the water off, and and the whole thing is stand by you. It's it's beautiful, and it's a PR piece for them. Mm Mm-hmm. So Which it's no Clydesdales, but I guarantee it'll probably make you cry anyway. Yeah, and I guess at uh, your party, you're going to be upset if you accidentally mix the cans of water with the beer, right? Grab yeah, the wrong well, one. Well, it's okay because the, the, I don't know if you've seen the Anheuser Busch water bu- cans. No, it's got water on the oh, side. Oh, it says of it, it in so, big. Yeah. Okay, so you, no mistake. You can't, it. can't screw it. that up. That's also, cool. uh, <laughs> Jack in the Box has got a commercial this year. Uh, and it featured Martha Stewart going to war with Jack in the Box. A beautiful Bonmi-inspired fried chicken sandwich. You'd never find this at a fast food restaurant. It's a good thing. <laughs> oh, wow. is that right, Martha? Sir? I don't think so. Security, get him! What, are you afraid somebody in the fast food world's going to show you up? 
Yeah, mm. and then so they get in a little fight. He won't stand a chance with her. Uh, she rips his nose off, and he can't Don't breathe. Don't tell me all. Don't tell me all. I won't tell you any more about that one, but that's a Martha Stewart Jack in the Box commercial. Thank you, Sam. A little preview of this weekend's spots during the Super Bowl. Coming up next with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. You know, now that I think about it, I think I know the reason that Jody is nervous about this bulldog that we're fostering that I, mm. I want to keep, but she's not so sure of. Next. So, uh, Sam, I feel like I'm almost going to have to defend myself here. The way that uh, this is taken off on our Facebook page with this, the dog that we're fostering her, I want to adopt this bulldog. Papa. Jody's concerned, and rightfully so, because he's a little possession aggress- aggressive, but I think there's a misunderstanding. <laughs> this is not a vicious animal. This is not somebody, you know, that uh, this is not a dog that is, other than taking a shoe and a pair of garden shears. <laughs> And a bucket. Yeah, what's next? Well, he did get a bucket of Utz cheese balls, too, <laughs> that Jody tried to remove, and he growled at that. But he, I think he's trainable. I'm trying to remove you know, it. But I, 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 as we're going through the training, it now occurs to me what's making Jody nervous about him. Yeah. I mean, I really do get it, because he's you're trying to learn the growl, but he's got the bulldog face, so he... <laughs> He looks like the kind of dog that really could go off on you at any minute. <laughs> I had news for you. But it's his so look. you're saying Jody needs no, no, to adjust. No, no, no. It's just, but it's just a look, and and that combined with the growl. But it I'm, is not just a look. But, there is but, a look there, but there's something behind the look. I know, but he he's got crazy eyes. Snap. He's got the he's got the classic bulldog teeth. One of his eyes, his right eye meanders off a little bit. So you know when you're saying way no, to sell it. Would you? When you're saying, oh yeah, everybody's gonna love this dog. <laughs> when you say no to him and he reacts, I think it can be a little intimidating. You know, he's not really gonna take your leg off. It just sounds like it. You're putting a massive spin on this one. What's so funny is I feel like we have had this conversation in reverse, where I wanted a dog and you were like the one going, you know, "Wait, you don't understand. It only takes one time." Blah 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 blah. But it, does no, he really he, have a wandering eye? Yes, it's, his right eye. Not actually, that bad. One, one of uh, one of the girls, <laughs> one of the girls' friends came over and said, "Hey, why uh, is he looking at right, me? Is, is one of his eyes drifty?" It's like, "Yep, that's <laughs> it's just one of his things." You know, he's so, keeping an eye on you. <laughs> but, his eye drifts and he bites people. <laughs> no, he does not bite anybody. He In hasn't. Fact, yet, he, yeah. has, he has not bitten anybody. Okay, and you want to just put this to rest now? <laughs> I'm totally fine with you adopting him. But yes. I need you to be the one to. You keep saying you're preaching this big message of he can be rehabbed, yeah. he can be taught. Well, but we've well, got let's a, start the teaching. We've got we've got a time limit on that, you know, and I'm and I'm already teaching him. <laughs> Good. So, you know, I do think he's as cute the, as a pork chop. The, the I love the way he be, looks. Could be that one eye. I mean, if he's got to keep one eye on everything all the time, that might in, in, you know influence his behavior. Look, I don't think I don't the eyes. Ca- it doesn't matter. He can follow a treat, so I don't think the eye is a problem <laughs> at all. <laughs> Call or text us, 877-310-4MSJ. Who do we have next, David? Well, I have Robert on hold, and he says he has the solution to how to chill out your high-maintenance bulldog. <laughs> okay. Jump into the conversation anytime, 877-310-4MSJ. You can text to that number, too, or hit us up on Facebook or Instagram. Yeah, we'd love to hear from you. Thanks for calling, Robert. No problem. Good morning, guys. I got a little bit of a suggestion for you with the bulldog. Okay. okay. Um, I had a 10-year-old male lab mm-hmm. that just thought the world of my mother. Well, when she passed away, he became the same way. Oh. Other than the fact that he would actually also bite you. Yeah. Mm. 
and someone suggested to me at Petco, they have a product that's called Good Boy. Oh, Lord. Okay. Okay. And you just put a couple of capsules of it in their water. Yeah. Just a vitamin, mineral, and it's got something else in it that's like made out of milk. Right. Okay. And it really helped. You're saying it, it it's like a happy concoction that makes them chill? Yeah. Huh. Really, it just it settles them down. Huh. That's like drugging your dog so they'll behave. <laughs> <laughs> With this guy, well, I'm not opposed. <laughs> see, that's what someone recommended for me was to go to the vet and get, like, Xanax for it. Oh, my gosh. I don't like drugging a dog. Right, right. right. And this is an all-natural product. It's um, Good Boy is what it's, it's called? It's a couple of vitamins. It's called Good Boy. Good Boy yeah, it's all natural. <laughs> maybe you, maybe Sam yeah. should drink some. Yeah, I'm wondering if test it. I wonder if it works on humans too. <laughs> <laughs> He'd be our tester. I don't know, but it, it really calmed my dog down, Goodness. and we used it pretty much like once or twice a week until we lost him. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, we'll check it out. I guess it's worth a try. Can't hurt because um, he's not a but, good boy right now. I, you know, uh, I mean, again, I think it's only that one thing. The rest of the time, he's pretty calm. He lays at your feet in the kitchen. <laughs> he does. I you know. know. What I, mean? it's, yeah. uh, I know. He's thinking Look, about what he's going to do next. Don't misunderstand. You know, I love all dogs, and I I do like him. He is really sweet, and I know he just needs a lot of love. Well, I just I've it, just been growled at. A couple times too many as we just, in my own home. As we just explained, it's the, I think it's the... Fear scare, of the bite. Well, yeah, that look or whatever it is that, you know, <laughs> makes you feel, think that he'll be that way. But, yeah. Um, <laughs> Rightly so. So anyway. this is like dog nip is what it's Yeah, you gotta like. go buy some good boy Thank today. Thank you, Robert, for the call. <laughs> Love to hear from you. 877-310-4MSJ. You can reach out to us anytime. Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood Outsider. The last time you'll get to see Miss Meghan Markle do this, probably for the rest of her life. Tell you what that is next. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. All right, Miss Meghan Markle. Are we going to always call her Meghan Markle? Because she's getting a serious title. Uh, Well, I mean, what do we call Kate now? Kate? Princess Kate. So I we'll, call her Princess Kate. Uh, well, I call her Kate, so it'll be Meghan. Oh, right. So it's just so cash. Yeah. So well, cash. That's the way it is now in England. Okay, actress Meghan Markle. Her departure has been set from this show, um, USA's I thought she already left. Well, she left in the work world, oh. meaning she's not on the set today. Nah. Right, she's still on the screen. She's probably waking up near Harry now. Um, no, but huh. before the royal wedding, fans of this show are going to get their final helping of, of Meghan Markle episodes for her goodbye. So in March, you know, the, the season comes back and there it's a final six episodes that she and her co-star, um, Mike Ross, will appear in. Mm-hmm. And they're engaged in the show. Oh. And so they're both leaving the show. So there's six more episodes featuring Meghan Markle so and her two, work. The two leads are leaving the show. Well, I don't know if they're both the leads. Oh. I want to say they're still a lead and other people are joining the show because they've confirmed another season after following. Mm-hmm. And um, then she'll yep. be a part of the finale in April. I'm sorry, April 25th specifically. And then boom, in less than a month from that, she gets married thank, <laughs> to thank Prince the, uh, Harry. Producers are hoping maybe they could get her back for a cameo maybe next year. They know. They know better than that. But can I say this? I barely knew of this show, and it's almost in season eight now. Yeah. Her being engaged to Prince Harry, they know it. 
helped put that show on the map for people who were not familiar with it. So if you want to see a little bit more of her, a little of her, her of her work, because I'm willing to bet she's never going to act again. Well, Hello, know, she's getting a title. You know, next season, if she does a cameo, it can be where the whole group goes over to England to solve a mur- mur- murder or something. <sighs> yeah, they'll have to come to her, and maybe yeah. Harry will make an appearance. Hey, he was in the Star Wars movie, right? Yeah. Um, I want to say... He we, and uh, William. We want to say happy birthday today to Justin Timberlake, and it's Justin Week, right? Yeah. Uh, he's got a new album coming out on Friday. Host, I mean, the uh, Super Bowl halftime show on Sunday, and he turns 37 today. Ah, 37 years old and to have all of this. Mm-hmm. The world at his hands right now. Happy birthday, Justin Timberlake. Coming up in your next Hollywood Outsider this morning at 7.55. What odd move Miss Meryl Streep is making right here before the Academy Awards. Up to date with Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Ran into someone last night as I was leaving here that was all excited because uh, she was saying, just one day left to go. I'm like, wow, so you have a short work week, huh? Yeah. And she said no. I mean, she literally was excited that today was Wednesday because in her head, once she gets past today, she's good. I guess that's why they call it hump day. But I don't think oh, about over it. Over the hump. Huh? Yeah. Got it. All right, guys, you ready for game day grub? Because I am. Yeah. Every single day we're adding another. And there's a ton of recipes online. Check it out. Game Day Grub at murphysamandjody.com or on our Facebook page. Sam, we made these last year. It's your recipe for oven-baked wings. Yeah. And then you, after you bake them, you toss them in this whatever sauce you well, want. Well, the sauce in the recipe is the, the Frank's Red Hot and some sure. stuff and butter. But, I mean, you can use any sauce. You can throw them in barbecue sauce. We too. did a teriyaki sauce last year, and that yeah. was the favorite. The one thing about this recipe, and you got to watch it, is the... Uh, the salt in the recipe because yeah, it was too salty. Uh, all you do is you get your wings, or like I get a bag of drumettes. You can up to four pounds. Make sure you wash them, and then you got to dry them real good so they're really dry. And then you just toss them with uh, baking powder and uh, sea salt. Right, that's and, what makes it feel like it's fried, and, but it's not. Right, and the sea salt is the thing you got. You may want to lighten up on what the recipe says, and mm-hmm. then you put them in the fridge for eight hours or so just to do, let them. So do it Saturday. Yeah, do it overnight. Saturday. Uh, and then when you take them out, you put them in the oven, and that's all. You, that's that's it. They you throw cook. them in the oven. They cook. When you take them out, they and you put them on sauce. a rack in the oven too. Yeah. And when they come out, they're they're crispy, just like fried wings. And then you toss them in whatever sauce you want to do. And that, the sauce we used was teriyaki, yeah. and it was salty enough. Right. So that's why our wings were too salty last year. But those are oven baked wings, man. That's a good idea. Yeah. I made them not with teriyaki, but with some other sauce, and it still was too a little too salty. Whoa. So watch the salt on this one. Cool. Jody won't be making them this year, unfortunately. Yeah, bummer. You can go to Sam's. <laughs> I, we have so much going on. Our, you know, our, our youngest is in a play that day. Your dad's coming over after oh, I bet. Super Bowl. I got that to oh, watch. Oh yeah, that thing too, ma'am Murphy. I bet your dad would like these. <sighs> Guilt. <laughs> Check out the um, game day grub recipes at murphysamandjody.com. Coming up, Sam has music news. Yeah, with the uh, NFL has hired Sting and Shaggy to do together this weekend at the Super Bowl. Okay. And uh, coming up next, you're going to hear from you at 877-310-4MSJ. Who do we have on? Well, I have Donnie on hold, and he wants to throw in his two cents on what he feels about Tom Hanks playing Mr. Rogers. Okay. Subscribe to the Murphy, Sam & Jody podcast when you get a chance today. It's free, it's easy, and that way you can catch up on anything you miss and enjoy a new episode of After the Show. We do that every day. When do we do that? After the Show. Nice. 877-310-4675. Anytime you want to join us. How are you, Donnie? Good, good. Uh, You know, I'm listening to your show. You made the announcement about Fred Rogers there, Jody. Yes. 
and I'm trying to figure out uh, which actor would play the part the best. And I'm I'm driving in my car trying to figure out who would play the role the best. Mm-hmm. And I mentioned a few guys, and I'm like, no, not this guy, not this guy. Yeah. And then you mentioned Tom Hanks. Yes. Who else could play the part any better than Tom Hanks? Right. E- exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's he's my favorite actor. You know, he's good. He's he's just the best, right? I think. Right. Oh, he's somebody that we all feel like we know. You have somebody better in mind, though, for for this? Uh, I was thinking Jared Leto, maybe. <gasps> yeah. Huh. Wow. Wow. Or, uh, you... Ryan, Gosling, Ryan Gosling or... Ryan know, Gosling might guy. be too hot. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan Gosling might be a little too hot for that. I'm just trying to think of a guy that could play the part. Hey, girl, let me change my sweater. Guy, you know, because Fred Rogers was a tall guy, a skinny guy. Uh, yeah. Donnie, you're funny. When you mention Tom Hanks, I'm like, of course it could be Tom Hanks. Yeah. He's the only one that can play the part. Yep. What's funny is that you talk about, when we start thinking about putting him in that sweater, I hear Forrest Gump, but he needs to be... <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he's going to have to change up a little bit. You know, He's going to have to yeah. go back in time. He Ma- can do it. Mom always said, won't you be my neighbor? <laughs> I want you to be my neighbor. <laughs> Such a mess. My mom always said, life is like a box of chocolate. Yes, that's yeah. right. Life is like the land to make believe. <laughs> oh, you too. We love hey, hearing from you. Guys, I appreciate it. And uh, keep up the good work, you guys. Thank you, Donnie. We appreciate the call. Coming up, Sam has music news. Yeah, I got to tell you what Sting will be doing for the Super Bowl this weekend. The NFL hired him for part of the uh, pregame festivities. Hmm. Sam's got music news. Well, we know about all the musical fun this weekend at the Super Bowl with uh, Justin Timberlake during halftime. Um, we've got Pink doing the national anthem. Did find out that Leslie Odom from the uh, musical Hamilton. Yay. He's the one that's going to be doing America the Beautiful. Oh, my gosh. Wow, I gotta watch, so you got to watch all of the intro. You know, you can bet they're taking in bets. In Vegas, you can. In Vegas on everything, even oh, how long the national anthem will be. Two yeah. minutes or under. They say more. Like, bet on Pink going longer right. than two minutes. And the coin toss. Wait, and everything. Are you talking about real bets? Oh, yeah. Real bets. Yeah. You can even bet on the color of the Gatorade that's poured on the winning coach's yeah. back. There's a million yeah. things you can bet on I for know. the Super Craziness. Bowl. At least that's what Jody told me. Yeah. <laughs> right. Anyway, the uh, NFL has hired Sting for a tailgate party right before the game. Yes. And you'll be able to see that if you watch the pregame show on NBC, which is like five hours long, <laughs> they'll have a little portion of this. It's Sting, and uh, he's got a new song coming out with Shaggy called Don't Make Me Wait. Don't. Well, he they did this one on the Grammys. It. Right. Yeah. When he came out, I'm like, is that Shaggy? Yeah. <laughs> with Sting? It wasn't me. Uh, anyway, so they're going to perform this at the uh, tailgate before the game. Darius Rucker is also going to be oh, yay. not singing with them, but he's yes. going to be part of the tailgate. That's a Love classic it. Sting sound there, isn't it? It yeah. is. Anybody who gets to be a part of it, consider themselves lucky. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A big congratulations to uh, Hillary Scott from Lady Annabellum. Love her voice. She sounds like the girl next door. Yes, she uh, had uh, twins earlier yeah. this week on Monday. So congratulations. Wow. Yeah, twin <gasps> girls, and they've she already loves being a mama too. They've already got a girl, so that because uh, they got the whole bunch of girls there. By the way, in case you're keeping count, there's six kids for in uh, Annie, in Lady, Lady Annabellum. Yeah, it's okay for all yeah. the guys there. By the way, and speaking of the Grammys, uh, the guys from Lady A they went to the Grammys and they bought, brought a court cardboard cutout of Hillary uh-huh, for the Grammys. Uh-huh. Since, you know, well, since that's she, sweet. Since she couldn't be busy, there, yeah. busy giving birth. Here's the one that gets me. Uh, Quincy Jones was interviewed for uh, a GQ yeah, article. Yeah, I saw it. Mm-hmm. And uh, 
that part of the article was he starts bad-mouthing Taylor Swift. Yeah, he doesn't think she's a good songwriter. Yeah, he said, and this is his quote, we need more songs, not hooks. And when the guy came back and said, some people consider her the greatest songwriter of our age, he goes, whatever crumbles your cookie. Well, you know what? It's interesting. His time, look, he's he's old school yeah. and traditional. And I get what he's saying there because Taylor Swift is the master of the hooks. I mean, yeah. she gets that part She's of her. She's the master of the hooks, but if you listen to all of it, she does write Tell some incredible story. songs. Good but words. what the public knows are the hooks. Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Music news. All right, coming up next, let's get specific. We'll tell you exactly what we're doing, planning to do in our kitchen on Sunday for Super Bowl. But Sam, we might need you to help us. You know, with a little kitchen dispute next. Okay. Jody has the game day grub up and going on right now at murphysamandjody.com. If you're looking for a different idea, something fun to try for your game this weekend, you know what I mean? Okay. Seriously, even sheet baked, sheet pan nachos. Bourbon steak bites. And that's a trend. All of it. The sheet baking thing, isn't that a trend? Sheet pan. You can get sheet pan dinners. Yeah, everything goes on one thing. I've done it. it. It's fun. It's fine. You have one pan to clean, which is better. Murphy likes to say, you dump it all on one pan. I'm that person. like, And I do cook dinner for the family as many nights as I possibly can. I have this thing in me that tells me I need to do that. And I want to do that for the family. I love our dinners. Um, (laughs) But every night once it's done and everybody skedaddles, Mom, I've got homework. Mom, I've got this. Murphy's like, i got to return an email. Wink, wink. I'm, I'm like, this is what I get for cooking because all the mess is mine. I, I, it cracks but, me up though, it, because in, in the in the move to make all this simple, mm-hmm. we're kind of not savoring the moment at all anymore in the kitchen. That was my grandmother's thing. She loved the art of it. I know that everybody's time crunch, so that's almost not possible. Mm-hmm. But think about it: we're doing one sheet dinners and instant pot recipe. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like how fast do we need to cook? I'm actually. You're right. There is. An, I do enjoy cooking. It's just the it's the TikTok of a weeknight. It's very. Difficult. I know. I, Being a know, working lunches parent, lunches have to be made. Clothes have to be laid out. There's always something to do. And oh wait, mom, I need a poster board and. You know, that's life for every working family. That is life. But I will tell you that I have been working with Taylor at in the evenings. She's wanting to learn how to cook more. Yeah. And that's so hard for me to slow down and go. Because I could, you know me, I'm a Tasmanian devil. I'd rather just yeah. do it. She want to learn how to real cook or instant pot cook? Real cook. Yeah. Our, as our oldest, she's ready to, you know, there. And I think our youngest, Phoebe's beginning to get into it. But Taylor is the one that... <laughs> He wants to experiment with the types of cheese sauces, and that's really, she's actually, she's a pretty good cook. I just had a great idea. What? What? Murphy, since Jody won't fix the wings for you this Sunday. Uh, Let Taylor do that? Taylor, I got a great recipe for you to try. You know what? That is a good idea, Sam, because wait, Taylor loves wings. Hey! She loved them with you last year, remember? Yeah. She has a party to go to Saturday night, so maybe Sunday morning she could whip them up. Put them in the fridge, and by Sunday evening, bada boom, you've got the oven baked wings. The reason I bring it up at, at all is I'm happy about the game day grub. I want it to be easy too for you to do it ahead of time. We have a lot going on that day on Sunday um, with Phoebe being in a play. We get home, and your dad's going to be there. But I don't like to miss a thing of the game. I don't yeah. like. I want to see well, the we game. Make it simple. I want to see the commercials, and I want to see Justin. You know, so for me, it's like I'd almost order in for Super Bowl. Because I don't want to miss any of it. A lot of people do that, too. Yeah. Coming up next, it's the producer's mailbag. David, what do we have in the bag? Well, Doreen wants to share her success story with online dating. But after reading the first sentence of her email, I feel like she might be a better match for Sam. Ooh. Ooh. 
We love hearing from you anytime. You can jump in 877-310-4MSJ. Give us a call or text there. You can also get us on Facebook or Instagram. The producer's mailbag. David, what's in your bag today? Well, Doreen wrote in to share her experience with online dating. Up, oh, hot topic Hi, for Sam, of course. <laughs> she says, I started off on Plenty of Fish a long, long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. When it was just a few Ooh. fish. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. I found uh, I said I ended up finding a fabulous mate on Cupid and he actually lives a couple blocks away from me. Huh. So Sam, I just wanted to say to hang in there. You might have to kiss some frogs on the way, but you'll <laughs> eventually meet her. Yeah. And when in doubt, you know, just you said go to a dog park for inspiration or to meet someone. Oh, yes, yeah. Bring Gus. That's true. You've got a dog. Yeah. You know, a great dog. I've started a lot of great conversations at the dog park, and I'm not even looking for anybody, right? Because I've got really. Jody. I don't need anybody. <laughs> I'm just saying. Murphy cannot help throughout the vibe because if you're a it's, lady, no, he's going to drop the voice no. a few octaves. It is, Hi. Not, it is not a vibe. You like my dog? I am just being kind. He's a new bulldog, but my wife doesn't like him. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and she also advises a secret that her relationship's working right now is that they don't discuss politics. They're on opposite Smart. ends of the po- political spectrum <clears throat> and they do not discuss it with each other. I do not know. I believe in not discussing politics with friends, with anybody. I just don't. I don't like conflict. But... <clears throat> I do not know how a couple makes it if they have opposite ends of that. Yeah. I feel like that's fundamental, you know, well, in, there, in living together. There actually have been a number of famous couples and what is it? James Carville and then, well, I can't think of his Marley name. Mar- yeah. Yeah, Marley, Marley Matlin. Marley Matlin. Yeah. I mean, you know, you're t- those are two people who are t- completely there. I mean, as employed in by in the political world, maybe they're they, different ends of the spectrum. Maybe they find that intriguing about one another. Who knows? But they're the they're the exception. Yeah. And um, Linda, she's been listening to the show and heard us talking about how your newest foster pit bull, I mean not pit bull, bulldog was yeah. running with some scissors. <laughs> she just <laughs> garden shears, lawn shears. Oh, yeah, garden took them away from me. <laughs> she says, just give him time. He wants to be loved. Maybe just afraid to show love because he was displaced by his former owners and doesn't know yet if this is his forever home. Yeah, I don't know either. (laughs) (laughs) I'm joking. Yeah, we really want (laughs) this to work for Murphy. Thank you, you, Linda. Uh, Jump in anytime. We love hearing from you on Instagram or Facebook. Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood Outsider. It's a strange move that Meryl Streep is making right before the Academy Awards. And more about Tom Hanks playing Fred Rogers in the biopic. Trending now. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Okay, so we're going to get to the more celebration of the Tom Hanks casting as Mr. Rogers, because I just have to. But Just um, in person, that works, doesn't it? It totally does. Mm-hmm. Put the sweater on and you're him. Well, n- that's not all that there is to it, obviously. But first of all, uh, let's first t- tell you about the Meryl Streep news. Now, not just that she's been nominated for another Academy Award. Um, we're going to see that, what, in a month, her possibly 21. become the number, the, the highest... I don't know, celebrated. If she wins the Academy Award this time, she'll have more than anyone else. Uh, Most recently, she worked with Tom Hanks in The Post. Okay, people are concerned about having a woman in charge of the paper. That she doesn't have the resolve to make the tough choices. Thank you, Arthur, for your frankness. Ah, Meryl Streep. Okay, I really do want to see that, by the way, Murphy. It's a Spielberg movie, and um, Tom Hanks and Meryl Streep. You know who else is in it? Bob Odenkirk. One oh, of your favorite Saul. Yeah, he is. Okay, Saul so good man. Meryl Streep has applied to trademark her name. Can you do that? Giving her exclusive rights to the use of her name in the entertainment industry and so she can protect it from other yeah. commercial use. Hmm. Yes, she can do it. Some 
Well, think of it. Famous people have done it. Well, we're not that famous, but <laughs> oh, ours is. Oh, we trademarked ours. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Murphy, Sam, and Nobody can trademark a name. <laughs> Just try and use wait, it. Wait, wait, look at the sign. <laughs> I forgot about that one. Yeah. So you can okay. trademark your name. I think Ryan Seacrest has and others, and it's ah. that same I know 50 Cent has. Don't ask me how I know that. Um, David and Victoria Beckham have trademarked their, uh-huh. they're a couple trademarked together. Yeah. Now, some people have applied and been rejected. I don't know why, but not us, I guess. So look for Meryl Streep to protect her name going forward and mm. goodness knows what she's going to do she's 68 years old and no stopping her mm-hmm. at all okay can we move on to the celebration that is tom hanks being cast as fred rogers in you are my friend ah the movie the biopic which is really not going to cover all of his life it's about his real life friendship with that award-winning journalist who was cynical and didn't want to cover him and was assigned to go cover and do a profile piece on Mr. Rogers. Mm -hmm. And he did. And it ended up changing his life. It changed his perspective and he became, they became friends. That's what this movie is about. And the director said the script knocked her out. It's all about kindness and the human spirit. It's what we need this is her quote. It's what we need in our fractured world. right Yeah. Yeah. (sighs) Mr. Rogers can heal just about everything. I'm telling you, everything he taught us, timeless. <laughs> Up to date with Jody's Hollywood Outsider. On the way in your next Outsider at 8.30 this morning, why you'll be seeing a lot of Miss Meghan Markle before she walks down the aisle to Prince Harry. Jody's got game day grub at murphysamandjody.com getting you ready for the big game this weekend. Check it out in the last minute, uh, you know, party food ideas really and stuff. Really good idea. Yeah. I'm really proud of these. Sam always finds the new eats. He's... The food dude. Uh, last year, McDonald's tried something on us called the Mac Junior and the Grand Mac. Remember that? Yeah, I remember being excited about it, but you know, because it's smaller, Big Mac. Well, but they, I never so, had it. Well, they brought them by here. Me and uh, producer David had the Grand Mac. Did I try it one? Was then? Huge. It was so good too. Okay. The Mac Junior. You know, okay, two all beef patties. Blah blah blah. Yeah. Uh, the Mac Junior is just one patty. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah without yeah. that extra slice of bread in but the middle. But it's got the sauce. Yeah, and then the Grand Mac is uh, like third pound bun. Uh, third pound burgers well, anyway okay. that was a limited time deal they're bringing it back so if nice. you want and it's supposedly limited time again but they are bringing it back if you want to get your hands on those oh, there you go, you did it before the super bowl have a bunch of max I, I, I mean like soon not, oh soon not, got it not by this weekend oh uh, <clears throat> anyway uh also moving on to the well i guess is this one's kind of olympics related nabisco is releasing some olympics themed foods uh, the Ritz crackers are going to have uh, stars and stripes on the box. Nice. Uh, Chips Ahoy will have stars and stripes on the box. And the Oreos that they're going to be putting out uh, actually have uh, the, the American flag on the Oreo. Mm-hmm. So you can look oh, forward to that one. Cute. Yep. Looking forward. That that one should be in the stores within the next week or so since the Olympics are coming up right after the Super Bowl. By the way, did you know this? NBC is going to be raking in about $1.4 billion over the next three weeks. For? Super Bowl ads and Olympic ads. Oh, that's right. And this is us. Oh, yeah. yeah. Pretty big, too. Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. I forgot to tell you guys, but I'm excited to tell you about what I'm reading now. But there's a problem with it. Every time I pick this book up, okay. there's a problem. That's on the way. If you'd like to cozy up with a good book, we have the Not So Serious Book Club at murphysamandjody.com. I'm reading your uh, Rick My copy of yeah. Late, Late at Night. Rick Springfield's book. What do you think, Sam? Memoir. Pretty good. I'm up to page 100. Okay. That's as far He's, as I got in two years. <laughs> He's, that's not because of the book. That's because of you, Murphy, and your I know. skippy, See, he went, he's weird reading He's gone from Australia styles. to England to back to Australia. 
And yeah, I think he's that's funny, where he isn't is, he? Right? Yeah, he's hysterically the first, funny. First, like the prologue of the book is really funny. And you're going to get there. You're yeah. going to get to the middle of all that juicy yeah. stuff. Cool. Now you I'm haven't at- hit General Hospital yet. Uh, that's right. Just stop short of General. Right hospitals. in the beginning, where he he lays out everything and how awesome it was, and then he goes, "Well, let's go back to the beginning." Yeah, right. right. Yeah, why he is who right. he is. Ah, uh, I love the man. Okay. Anyway, um, I picked up a new book, and I do think you've read some of this, Sam. Um, it's the Tom Hanks written. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, Uncommon type. Yeah. His short stories. I checked this out at the library. Yeah. I ended up getting the large yeah. print edition. Wowza! <laughs> with the large print. Yeah. Um. I like short stories because yeah. honestly, right now it's perfect for me. You didn't like it? I only, I, you know, there's like what twelve stories? Yeah, I, they're I was, all different. I think I read three of them, and I'm just like, okay, I've had enough. You're, you're such, such a critic, though. Aren't they bite-sized pieces? What did you? Yeah, know? What's it's the not great the thing line? about short stories? They, Literature they was my favorite me. subject. They didn't just grab me. Jody said he's a great writer. I think he's a great writer. The Christmas one, modern day me, writer. Okay, well, I'm not at the Christmas one. I'm really only the first one. But the problem for me, if it's a male character, he's writing. I hear his voice. Yeah. So every male is him. That's my only problem with it. So which but voice are you hearing? Are you hearing Tom Hanks' Polar Express voice? <laughs> or are you no, hearing no, no, no. into the North Pole? Forrest Gump. Not or? Forrest Gump. Oh my gosh, just normal. You've got male. Yeah. Normal guy. Okay. Tom Hanks. But uh, I guess that's notice, okay. I think uh, he's a good writer. Uh, every story has a typewriter in it. I know. That's the point because yeah. he's obsessed with typewriters. Isn't that cool? So it's a collection of short stories, which we don't. I, I like that. Yeah. And if you like him, you know, we talked about him a lot lately because he was cast as he's going to play Rogers. Mr. Rogers in the upcoming biopic. Uh, I'll stick with Rick Springfield. Okay. But you have to take care of that book and give it back to me. Oh, uh, yeah. I will. Check out our Not So Serious Book Club at murphysamandjody.com. Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood Outsider. Tell you why you'll see a lot of Meghan Markle right up until the uh-huh. royal wedding. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. So we already know that Meghan Markle is going to do a speech at the reception after she marries Prince Harry, and that's different. Ah, lovely. That wedding coming up in May. Mm-hmm. Well, you're going to see a lot of her on USA's Suits starting in March and wrapping up April 25th before she marries Harry because she filmed the final six episodes of her character on the show Suits. Yeah. She and her co-star are both leaving the show. The finale will air on April 25th. So that's a lot of Meghan Markle. Right before the wedding. Right before the wedding. Starting in March on USA and then ending on April 25th. And you know what? This is probably the last time she will act professionally because she's chosen a life of royalty now, and that means public service. Maybe they'll get her. Somebody might get her for a cameo somewhere down the road. You think? A movie or something? You never know. I guess that's. I can't see that happening. I can't see the queen going. Okay. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, your Hollywood Outsider. Big game on Sunday, and Jody's game day grub is just another thing we kind of added to the list, so that you have some ideas for food and yeah deliciousness at your party. I'm proud of these uh, recipes this time. Game day grub. It's everything from sheet pan nachos to bourbon steak bites to Sam's. Um, oven baked wings, which are pretty easy, but taste like you fried them. But yeah, you didn't fry them. It's just wings, or like me, drumettes, and it's you roll them in baking powder, throw them in the uh, fridge for a while to let it soak in. Let it soak in, and then all you do is bake them. That's it, and, and you then put, you toss them in a sauce, whatever sauce you want to do. <sighs> Murphy, if if Taylor were to make these for you, like Sam suggested, since I'm going to be busy, way busy that day, um, <laughs> it, I am. Make your plans now, Murphy. Because yeah, right. I am right. going to be busy. 
I know I am. <sighs> Phoebe is in a play. We have people coming over. Kick I already had them. a plan for a huge pot of chili. I don't want to add yeah. something to the... If she makes them for you, do you want wing sauce this time or teriyaki sauce again? Uh, I mean, half and half is good. Yeah, I like the variety. A little of both. So, even, but the thing is, if she wants to, great. If not, that's fine. I'll arrange some takeout for those. Okay. You know, we're going to keep this simple for you, Jody. Yeah. Okay, good. And for, for Taylor, too. Yeah. All right, check out the recipes Game Day Grub at murphysamandjody.com. Coming up, Sam has music news. And I'll let you know what the NFL has hired Sting to do in the Super Bowl this Sunday. Nice. Sam's got music news. At the big game coming up this Sunday, of course, we already know JT is handling the uh, halftime duties. Probably will be some sort of cameo of some sort, right? Uh, yeah, probably Chris Stapleton, uh, since they have that new song like together. It, like it. Uh, and also, uh, Pink is handling the national anthem. We now know that Lamar Odom, who was uh, Aaron Burr, sir, in uh, Broadway. Hamilton. Hamilton. He's going to handle America the Beautiful. It's going to be beautiful. Which I believe they sang right before the anthem. They do. It's yeah. a little bit, little early. Like, yeah. t- tune in early. There is a uh, tailgate party the NFL throws right before the game, too. They're going to have mm-hmm. Darius Rucker there singing. But also nice. Sting and Shaggy, and they're going to be performing this new song that they did the other night at the Grammys. Don't make me wait. I kind of like it. I do like it. Kind of reminds me of old Sting and Police, you know. It does have that vibe, and then Shaggy comes in, and we. What's funny is that I caught that performance on the Grammys the other night, and I'm like, is that? I literally went, is that Shaggy? (laughs) Garsh. And and then you know, Sting does his verse, and in the middle, Shaggy comes on with his you know typical Shaggy stuff. Yeah. So look, nice little groove. It's like island uh, By the way, they are going to show a little bit of this tailgate party during the uh, pregame show, which is about five hours before the Super Bowl. So uh, check yeah. that one out on Sunday. Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Music News. Coming up, more music to help you get through this workday. And uh, we invite you to come hang out with us after the show. Yeah, ladies, you're going to find out why Sam thinks meeting someone at a dog park is a cliche in sam's dating world (laughs) uh it's after the show subscribe to the podcast for free and enjoy a new episode every day